this road leads? Then hear this, all ye people. Give ear, all ye inhabitants of the world, both high and low, rich and poor together. Do you indeed speak righteousness? Do you judge uprightly, all ye sons and daughters of men? And do you judge as others judge? For as you judge, you shall be judged. And if you condemn, you are condemned. Pass on. But there is no return. Hey, guys. Uh, we're going to do the show quickly. I just wanted to poke in really quick and say, New Year's Eve, I'm going to be at Curly's on Cotton Lake doing a show with my friend Isaac Witte for another friend, Mark Porter, at Curly's in Cotton Lake. It's every comedian's dream to play Curly's in Cotton Lake. And I have a straight door deal, so please come to that show above club shows. I do. Um, thank you very much. I really love seeing people at shows and getting the letters and all that shit. It's really fun, and we have really fun stuff coming. So thanks for listening. Enjoy this episode. Hey, guys, this is Gabe for our newest sponsor, and this one I'm very fond of because I came up with it. This has been a passion project of mine. Yep, it's an energy drink. Sure, there's a lot of energy drinks out there that taste great, but there's one problem. What is in them? Nobody knows. They're not good for you. Well, that's not a problem with my new energy drink because I make it right in my own garage, and you can come over and help. We are 100% transparent about our process. This is how it works. We have an elevated, graded steel platform that you just come over and walk your animal right on top of. Pull the lever and say goodbye and watch a 2,000 pounds of hydraulic pressure come down and humanely eliminate that animal and unleash proteins, vitamins, minerals, all that good stuff that you need to get through your day. Where does it go? It drops into a series of gutters beneath that you get to watch run down and end in a one-gallon mason jar. We fill it to the top. I call it dog juice. Dog juice. Man's best friend. <laughs> Man's best energy drink. Get over here, you mutt guzzlers. This is totally unfiltered, 100% organic, cage-free, and the most humane way, really, to end their life. Dog juice. It's the most loyal energy drink on the market and the only energy drink that has all that good stuff for you to have the energy of a Labrador to take on your day. Come down and get a glass today. Hey, guys. Welcome back to the show. This is part two of three of Bandit the Sereno. So he's a gangbanger. Last episode um, was actually our first part of the conversation. Now this one, we had come back from a bathroom break, and we kind of dive right into the prison stuff. So if you like prison violence and sexual assault, boy howdy, will you love this episode. Um, this one gets super intense at times, so uh, enjoy that, I guess. Um, the language used, obviously this is whatever, there's salty language, but because of my love for the homosexual community, I want to say all the uh, use of the word fag, um, you know, we're talking to someone who's in prison who they would threaten with rape and stuff like that. So we're, we're, we're in an experience here. Please keep in mind that, and I'm not here to correct someone when we're going through things like this. Um, check out the, pod, the uh, social media pages. Because a lot of things that he talks about through the episodes, we have visual aids, we have videos of him doing gang signs, of his tattoos, of 
It's just a whole bunch of little goodies. He was really good with us for that. So check out us on Facebook and Twitter. Please share the episode. If you're, um, oh, if you're near my hometown or a listener from near my hometown, Detroit Lakes, Minnesota, this New Year's Eve, I'm going to be doing a show at Curly's on Cotton Lake with the inimitable Isaac Witte. Um, That's going to be a super fun show. So please come out. Please share the episode. We're going to do a third part next week. So look out for that. Just really love this one. So enjoy. So there's uh, there's so much to talk about that I'm I'm getting confused myself as a host. But there's all these like general. These are the really sh- what I consider shitty questions. But I just okay. want to know them, so I'm going to ask you. Yeah, yeah. So what like what are the things? I guess I'm such a pussy that when I've seen in my life like someone get beat up really bad uh-huh. or something like like it's uh, it has uh, like affected me. However, it is it just you remember it really well. What are the most fucked up things you've seen as a gang member? Or the things that have tested you? Man. Like, uh, were, good, were you so numb that, like, you'd see a, a guy with a face full of blood and you go, like, eh, no big deal? Like, you'd let. La- I watched a it, video from. It was like that, but at the same time, it's like when things happen to, like, maybe people you know. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, this person wasn't from my gang or whatever. But one time when I was in prison, like, a dude I was fairly close with, like, he got stabbed to death. Mm-hmm. And and I saw it. Like, and I, at, that, at that time, like, in, in the prison, like, you have jobs and stuff, right? So yeah. I was an infirmary porter, which means I work with the doctors and stuff. So, like, I seen him, like, with the freaking blood squirting out and all that, all that stuff. Yeah. And, I mean, but the most, like... As far as, like, death goes, like, I think the most, like, defining point was, like, that I seen some, like, messed up shit was, like, when I was, like, five, I saw this, like, Mexican dude that worked in the orchards. He was walking across this street, and, like, this car just, like, hit him, like, going really fast. Hmm. And it, like, exploded him, basically. Like, yeah. But it, it, I think about that even now, like, it kind of, like, traumatized me, but mm-hmm. at the same time, it kind of, like, taught me some lessons. Like, look, nothing's permanent, you know? But look both ways. <laughs> look both <laughs> yeah. ways, yeah. Because, yeah. that's you know, like, to me, that's almost how numb he is in a way. Yeah. That all this shit he's done and seen, that the thing that affects him is a guy who got hit by a car is what he saw. <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. That's, yeah. It's, I, I mean, like, my, my, like, almost everyone... In the stories I tell, well, not everyone, but, like, a lot of my friends have died and stuff like that. But I wasn't, I didn't witness it. Yeah. Because I was, I was doing, at the time, I, I was in prison or whatever. Yeah. So, it was, like, I didn't see it. But, like, I, I mean. Right, right. It still had a giant impact, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But, but like, okay, my friend, I'm mean, just going to tell you how, how a pussy looks at things. Uh, me. <laughs> my my friend, Meme. Um, told me a story about him watching some guy get beat up by like six guys and the guy was getting beat up so bad he got so you know you get rolled and like mm-hmm. dead like you don't know what you're doing sort of and he turned and he hugged a rose bush and he was like hugging the rose bush just to get something like support thing and these two guys started like jumping with both feet on his back and head and they were chanting break 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 <laughs> like trying to fucking hey <laughs> <laughs> one time we were in the park. These dudes roll up. 
my homie gave me his knife. It had the serrated edge on it, but it had the point was not really sharp. It kind of had this like, you know, it wasn't like a, the point wasn't really sharp. Okay, it had a ra- like like a slightly not rounded, rounded edge, but kind of like an angle. Like the the blade came out like this, and then it went like that. Yeah. Huh. Then, okay. So it wasn't, but it wasn't like for some reason the tip wasn't like really sharp. So. This dude ran up on me, and one of my homeboys hit another dude in the head with a cinder block brick. <laughs> fucked him up, like, really bad. I had another dude, and when I went to stab him, it wouldn't, like, I hit him with that flat edge, and it wouldn't, like, pen- it didn't penetrate him. And it hit hard, and then it, like, came out my hand and cut my finger. And then I dropped the knife. And then one of the other dudes realized that what I was doing and I just seen the cinder block that my homeboy hit the other dude with, like, flying out of the corner of my eye, but it was, like, too late. It hit me and knocked me out. When I woke up, they had dragged me to this uh, to this little tree, and they stuck my head in the fork of the tree, and they was jumping up and down on my head trying to break my neck. And I, when I woke Jesus up. Jesus fucking Christ. It's, yeah. And you know what? I even remember, like, being a point, so I've just loved talking shit and causing problems or whatever. But I, I wasn't the guy fighting necessarily. But there was a profound point to me in a college party of watching a fight where one guy, you know, whatever, they do their normal drunk guy fight. And one guy cracks the other one and he falls down. And then the other guy gets on the other one's chest and just starts like, you know, just uh-huh. kept fucking whacking art. And yeah, I yeah. just remember thinking like... Like, that's not in me to do that. Uh, like, any time I've ever been in any scrum, if the other guy goes down, I just uh, back okay. up. Like, I don't have a killer instinct. And it dawned on me in that moment where it's like, well, I shouldn't get in fights then. Because if it's, you know, like, you're fi- it's fighting with one arm tied behind your back in a yeah, way. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't stab gotta, someone like, unless. When you're in a fight, like a punch fight, you don't. I don't know if you've ever seen someone get like hit so bad that they get stay stiffen up. Yeah, like, when they get absolutely. knocked out and they're like, eh, like yeah. <laughs> that's when, that's the when you over. stop. <laughs> right. That's when you come. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. What um I mean, when you stab that guy in the side uh-huh. however many times, do you and feel the blade like rattle around in the ribs? Like no, because I was hitting the soft spot back here. Like okay. This, this part right here, I got him like all in this area right here. I don't remember feeling no ribs, but I remember like the first couple times it was harder, and then it kind of softened up. And like I said, that's meat. when I started like hearing the moist, hearing the wetness or yeah. whatever. And even in the process, I I stabbed myself right here because it like slipped like in gross. The, you mix blood. Yeah, yeah all that. <laughs> that seriously, yeah. And uh, <clears throat> but, so is that what you went to prison for? No, 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 no. Oh, I, I I didn't go to prison for that. This was I was 16 at this time. I okay. Was still, I was still my first time in prison. I was in Arkansas, uh-huh. and I was trying to get back to California. So I was like breaking in people's houses and and stealing cars. Okay. And so I had got like I think it was like six felony breaking and enterings and two theft over 2,500 and. I got a 10-year sentence for that because I was so young. They sent me to, like, some first offender. I still had to go to a regular program for, like, or regular prison for, like, six months. And then they transferred me to, like, a young offenders program. Hmm. And then I got out. I think I did, like, a little over a year. 
and then I got out, but I still had that whole, what, nine years over my head to where if I do anything wrong, like, I'm going to go back and knock some off that sentence. I've always wondered, what, what is that like when you are in prison and you know I'm going to be here for nine more Christmases? It, what, what's the mentality? How do, you, how do you get through? Well, like I said, that time, me, like, I was, like, I was scared because, for one, I was in another state. So like away from your people, um, away from, from like yeah. my people or what. Yeah. And then like I'm young, I'm like easily influenced. So like dudes in the jail that had been to the pen before, they're like telling these they're trying to blow lug me up or whatever because they they knew I was just a young dude and I was kind of, I guess, wild or whatever. So they're like, lug when you, you up get there. Well. Find the biggest motherfucker and just go walk up to him Rape and punch him, him in the face. Oh. <laughs> yeah, they're saying, like, just find the biggest motherfucker and fight him because then no one's going to mess with you, even if he wins or whatever like that. So, like, I kind of had that on my mind. Luckily, I met a dude, like, a month before I went to the pen. And he's like, man, it's not like that. Just, like, keep to yourself. If someone messes with you, then handle your business. But just stay quiet. Do your thing. Do your time. And you'll you'll get through it. And so I I wanted to go to prison because I, like I said that's like my little rank or whatever. I'm, that was like I'm a badge get of honor. Now you know what I mean because no. I'm doing. You so you were literally excited to go to prison. Yeah, like. Well, you like, always saw the people get out of prison. They were shown so much right? respect. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. So it's like if you don't if you don't like die in a blaze of glory, like yeah, then you got to go to the next pen, best thing, right? Sure. Yeah. Huh. So do you do you remember the first time you walked into prison? So yeah. That was like? It was fucking terrifying. Is it like the movie thing where they're all yelling and hooting and hollering? I think it was worse. Yeah, yeah. Fish. It was worse. Fresh like fish. I said, because in, in Arkansas, they have, I was in a maximum security place, so it's like a barracks. So there's like 80 people wow. in and just a bunch of beds. So it's like, you can't like run and hide in your cellar. Right. Like, and I just remember like there was a bunch of black dudes on the on the window because they have bars and then they have the plexiglass windows and they're just like we're walking there and they're like boom 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 i'm gonna fuck you white boy right so it's like yeah. oh shit and that's where they put Jesus me they put me Christ. in that room <sighs> luckily they weren't talking to me they were talking to the white dude next to me but oh, I, 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 but they just say that to scare you because they want to see like how people yeah, are gonna, like, see react. the weakness other thing which i i've talked to all my homeboys that did time in california a lot of stuff where i did was a different it was a different state so they didn't like in cali a lot of the shit that i went through in prison people in cali wouldn't have went through and then some okay. shit that i went through what's an example yeah. of that stuff yeah. uh they used to put uh like the empty beds if you see a debbie cake like a little debbie sitting mm -hmm. on there like it's a present from the guards they always say don't eat it because like if you eat it then the black the big black dude is gonna come like he's gonna say like i want my little debbie if you try and give him it's a trap another little debbie he's gonna say no i want the one i put on your bed <laughs> and oh, so then fuck. he's gonna try and fuck you right oh, i uh, hate those games i yeah, fucking hate that shit. the most horrifying then then my first shower experience was so they have like a 120-man shower room, right? So, and to get there, you have to walk down the hall. So you get your towel and everything, and you walk down there. And then you take off your clothes in there. You go get your laundry. They have like you have like a laundry number, and then they hand you a roll of clothes. And uh, so I'm taking a shower, and like a group of like five, like you could tell they like worked out all the time. I've probably been down for 
a couple years already. Right. So to like compliment and say, great body. Black dudes, right? They come inside, and they're already butt naked, right? Mm-hmm. So that means they walk down the hall butt-ass naked. Right. And they have ski That's masks intimidating. on. Oh, what God. the fuck? <laughs> and they walk in there, and one of them takes his ski mask off, walks over to this white dude over here, and, like, starts talking to him. And the other ones just start Buck jacking naked. off on him. Oh start, like, start jacking off? Yeah. Like, behind the dude and, like, squirt all, like, coming all over. Dude. They came? Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. And... Just like it's the most disturbing <laughs> shit I've ever. Heard it was in my life. that was really fucked now, up. Now in Shawshank Redemption, and then you were just like, jacking so, so off on the side. So, <laughs> so, so they're gay, and he goes, "So you gotta be human first. Like, is is it kind of like like they're not gay? They're just animals. I, right? Yeah, is it kind of yeah, that feel? Yeah, because uh, they even had us like, like it, it's crazy. Most of the guards are female. So what? Really? Yeah. yeah. So what? Like. You'll have dudes that's like they'll cut holes in their pockets and they just walk around like jacking off all the time. Like, there's like people like they're so they're sick, dude. Like, th- if they see a female, they're gonna be like, "I'm gonna get her, I'm gonna get her," and they're gonna like they're gonna go. They got lotion in <laughs> over here inside of their pants and they're just gonna be in there just. That's what all, society like, would be like then, with no women. Like, if you get caught doing it, you get in trouble. And they have a special freaking barracks that's full of just like jack off people and the windows tinted. And they'll sit there and look in that freaking reflection, dude. And they'll be jacking off. And you can see in. They can't. They can only see their own reflection. Wow. And they'll just be in there like, uh, like jacking off. Hold on. Wow. Hold on. Hold on. What? So there's a whole <laughs> jack off. Yeah. Like never when you heard get that. caught. Like you get caught. Jacking off on like guards and shit because, like, it was a big thing. Like, a female guard comes in to like check people's, like, check to make sure you don't have drugs in your stuff or whatever. So, while she's bending down looking, they're gonna have like a jacket (laughs) and and they're gonna jack off and then they're gonna move the dude. I've seen women walk out of there, dude, with like eight to 12 nuts (laughs) busted all over and they don't. Like their whole back is just covered with. Harvey Weinstein's listening to this, going like, <laughs> like why do? <laughs> right, why am I in well, trouble? Yeah, I'm not such a bad guy. So, do you think, you know, from your perspective being in it, then I guess, I guess I'm just restating God. what Isaac said. Is just, do, you know, do guys just kind of get on board? Like, I'm a fucking sick motherfucker. I'll do that, like because it's getting you status yeah. or getting you with the jacking off. No. Or just yeah, that's fucking it. Like that—that that was always weirded me out. I mean, I'm right. not gonna say God. that I didn't masturbate, but I was like, I wasn't into like stalking down the guards and stuff. <laughs> like I had a magazine and like yeah. went to my own the little private spot. Right. Yeah. Yeah, 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 you know. So like, like did you have a Fifi? I, I've I've used one before when I especially was when I was infirmary porter because I could get rubber gloves on. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's the only thing, but I liked it because it, like it's easier cleanup. You know what I'm saying? Of course. But, uh, Oh, I know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. for for the so listener, gonna, like, it's yeah, heat up a heat up a warm rag, get a get a rag nice and warm, <laughs> then yeah. then you get your rubber glove and you put some Vaseline or lotion in it, then you roll that <laughs> rag up around it, and then you kind of float it over the edge, and it's oh. like it's almost like a flashlight, yeah, mm-hmm. basically. So, and then when you're done, you just tie it up and throw it in the trash. Gotcha. Right, or sell it on the internet. I'm sure there's a bunch of dudes <laughs> that love it, you know. Yeah. Wow, and, and I like mean, when you crew. saw the first guys, <laughs> that's exactly what they were, dude. They kind of are like there would their be like gang. a group of dudes, like my like, friends in junior high. They're gonna, they're gonna, <laughs> like one of them would go distract the chick. Same with the dudes in the ski mask. One of them's talking to dude, oh. and the other ones in the ski mask are behind them to wear. But the reason they wear the ski mask, those dudes, those were hardcore <sighs> jackoff artists. Yeah, because those dudes, if you turn around, like try and do something, like they're gonna rape you. 
Like wow. Shut the. F- so, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I wonder what they talk about. No, like what? Oh my God! To I was even... actually really good friends with a dude that used to freaking rape people too. Like he raped prisoners, male prisoners. I used to work out with him because he was buff. Well, he did he? You out. never talked about that though, right? He talked about it openly. What like, would he say? He would be like, "It's like a domination thing, like to put my power over people." That's what I was gonna <sighs> ask. If it's all power thing or how many he's is not it gay. is gay? It's it's not, all... He's not gay, most likely, or is he well, gay? Do you think? He kind of was because he had been molested as a kid by his uncle. So like he he did get like like he wasn't gay because he had he I guess he was bisexual. I never did no fucking freaky shit. Right. I, I'm I'm not fucking bisexual or nothing. I, yeah. I I hung out with dude and talked to him because like he he knew a lot about working out and I was into working out. But uh, yeah. like I was not like part of his little fucking gosh shit. What, what I mean because from where you came from. Um, I would imagine being gay was not respected in the no. Serenios, right? No. So, was that weird for you to reconcile or to not be yeah, like, what's that like, like? Like, look at well, other I mean, guys and be like, what the I, fuck I, are the, these guys the, doing? The time that got me the most is when I was in prison and I was like gang banging in prison. So, I, I had like my, my crew or whatever, and I was looking for my homeboy one time and they said he's over here. And I went over there and he was getting his dick sucked. And I was like, what the fuck, dude? Like, you're a faggot. And he's like, nah, man. I'm not gay, but this motherfucker's face looked just like a female. And I was like, motherfucker, you're gay, dude. Like, <laughs> a dude just sucked your dick, dude. And how'd you walk <laughs> How'd you walk in to see him? Or, like, how'd that happen? He was... Because the, the showers is like a cage, and they have these stalls, but it's open on the back. So he had his chair. He pulled a plastic chair in there, and he's, like, sitting on the chair. And the dude's down here got his little towel so his knees don't get wet and everything like now is that so guy like respectful that's, is that guy that's is that guy that's blowing the guy is that kind of a form of of currency that he yeah, uses because my homeboy was like had all the weed he was getting so some, that dude was sucking his dick to get some weed okay. but he was a for fact, weed he was he was that dude that was guy's a, gay yeah. he was gay like he had works a boy, out for him because yeah, he I, had a boy, i'm willing to do this he or? had a boyfriend and all that yeah. shit like they like they called each other like husband and wife and wow. like, making out and shit like that. Is that whole uh, um, grabbing the belt loop thing real? And the like, you know, they say if you're fucking some guy in the ass or he's your little punk or whatever, that you have you walk around, they hold your belt loop in your pants when you. I heard something like, like that. It may be in another another place right. where I was at. It was like it, there was not no said thing, but like dudes would like the. They would always buy like they would buy longer T-shirts for the for the homo for the homo people. Yeah, look like kind of like dress type stuff. Okay. I've seen them get like freaking our laundry sacks used to be like the, what it's like made out of this material like you can see through it, but it's like uh, mesh. Like mesh. Mesh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. They would they would get those laundry bags and send get someone they knew in laundry or sewing, and they would make like lingerie out of it. Shit, so this motherfucker what? has like a fucking <laughs> lingerie hot, shit on. <laughs> and how does that work? Like, as far as you know, how much do you think the guards know or are in on the fact that, like, oh, this guy's sitting in a plastic chair getting blown in the shower well, room? Like, that, yeah. that's the thing is, there's like guards that are with it and guards that are not. And if you get caught like doing homo shit, like, you're gonna get more time. And like, it's really, it's, yeah, like, you can't. It's illegal. Gonna, 
Yeah, you can't <laughs> do it. Even the right. masturbating. If you get caught jacking off, dude, they're going to bust your class, and it's going to give you like four to six extra months. Yeah, I did 10 years for jerking off. <laughs> so hard, just one hard for time, robbery. Hard time. Hard time huh? <laughs> one for robbery, 10 for jacking <laughs> off. God. Couldn't stop. That's bizarre. It yeah. is. Yep. And, and how much, um, what was your experience with guards, like uh, corruption yeah. and all that kind uh, of stuff? I think, like, every guard has the potential to be corrupt because they're not sure. making a lot of money. I had, I, I've made friends with, like, I know people that, like, they used to have sex with guards. I know a dude that freaking ended up getting married to a guard. He got her pregnant while she was still working. Then she quit. And then they got married after she quit, and she used to come back and visit them. But uh, I was cool with a couple guards, like uh, the blue ink right here. Mm-hmm. I was getting ready to go home, and one of the guards, he got it for me, a going away present. He got me some, like, real professional blue tattoo ink and stuff. Yeah. And he used to bring us the PGA little bottle like that, a PGA, yeah. and we'd pour it in our in our uh, Pruno that we made, our homemade alcohol. We'd pour a couple bottles of that in it to make it more strong. Uh, I've smoked weed with guards. Yeah, what what about drug use yeah. in, in I, I did meth and everything still in prison. I, I was how would a, you before how would you pay for it or like I, well like I was still doing the the gang shit so a lot of people like I just got stuff like the weed, my homeboy had a lot of weed and he didn't smoke weed, so he would give it to me for free to like just so I know how it was. To trade or yeah, no, to like test it out or whatever yeah. and see how good it was. So like he would when he would get like a pack of weed in he would get because uh, i like to smoke blunts or whatever so he would get uh a real cigar he would get him to smuggle in a real cigar mm. and this and he would give me a blunt and i would smoke i would smoke the blunt. how would up. he get it in as far as you knew guards they they gonna uh i've seen a guard come in with like he had a pound of weed at one time in the prison wow like, he would come in with the pound of weed and this dude was in prison and he was sending out to his family like three thousand a week three thousand dollars wow, $3, wow. A week. Cause a little a little joint in prison is like ten to twenty bucks. And and how much of this did you know going in, or or, or I mean, were you still blown away by the culture in there, well, or knew, what happened? I knew what was going on, but I didn't know about how it was going on. I just thought everyone was sticking shit up their ass and bringing it in. Right. You know, I mean? you know. like I didn't know like about all the fucking corruption and like guards. You could pay guards for sex and all. Like I didn't know pay about the how much sex. would it cost to pay a guard? A hundred dollars. A hundred dollars. A hundred dollars green money because you can't have, you can't have cash money in prison. That's the other thing. Green money? What's oh pot? No, real, real, uh, real, real dollar bills. Right. Oh, okay. green money. So yeah. you got to smuggle that in. You can't have real dollar bills. You have like a, <laughs> your ID is like a credit card, and you can buy like freaking ramen noodles and fucking. Oh, that's green Food. money. So how no, much that's for... not green money. He's just saying money. Green money is oh, like money. you're going to get your family to come. They're going to wrap up. They're going to get a $100 bill, and they're going to fold it up so small that it's like a pill. And then you just swallow it when you're on visitation. Like they'll drop that $100 bill in a bag of potato chips. And then right before <laughs> right before it's time to visitation's over, you're going to swallow the thing. Then when you get inside, you throw up really quick. You see what Mom, I'm saying? Mom, I really want to have sex with this guard. Can you give me a Well, $100? a lot of people I, – I knew some people that would spend it like that, like maybe yeah. richer people like that had a lot of money and was getting it regularly. But most people, if they get $100 in, they're going to like buy drugs. Yeah. And then they're going to be able to do drugs and sell at the same okay. at the same time. My dad brought me a cashier's check for $10,000 in his ass at college. <laughs> but, but he was more just – Did he know that he could just bring that to you? Oh yeah, yeah. He knew. He was just. Oh. He was more commentary on how he felt about my education. Fatherly. Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> um, what, uh, what's the thing that, so of course, um, prison rape and stuff is a thing that everyone thinks yeah, of the yeah. most. I mean, were you terrified of that going in? Were you, you know, and then what did you, what was your experience? Well, wow. like me, I was, even before I went, I was Because you like, are well, a handsome if, man. If, yeah. Well, that, that was like, I, I, yeah. I kind of knew that. Like, I was like, I'm fairly yeah. attractive, you know, and I'm, and I'm white. And at this time in Arkansas, it's the best like, skin, yeah. 90, it was really like 97% black. Like, oh, no, you're a delicacy. Might, you're yeah, novelty. You might see another white dude in your barracks, right? So I wasn't too worried about necessarily getting raped because I was like, well, I'm going to fight. You know but I mean? still, and you then, could be, you know what I mean? But then like, I, like, strawberry will knock I mean, you out and suck your dick. <laughs> yeah, but it's kind of like I looked at it like, well, as long as I fight, I'm still going to be a man when it's over with. Yeah. And then I'll just kill them. Oh, my like, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? There you go. So, but the the big thing, like, rape did happen, but the most prevalent thing was, like, they're going to call it, like, putting you in the box. Okay. So, or, or, so what they're going to do. It's like you're new, so they're going to come to you, and they're going to be like, hey, man, these dudes is plotting on fucking getting you, da-da-da-da-da, check it. <laughs> the you go to the store, dudes. you're just going to bring your groceries, and you're going to put them in my box. I'm going to take care of it for you. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like— Just have someone say so then, that shit to you. Oh, yeah, God. so then—but you would see, like, people that were, like— like people that could have beat my ass falling for that shit, dude, and then they just get themselves in this situation, and— Next thing you know, like they're sucking a dick. So and that's yeah. because then the guy who's who's protecting him not only does he get the groceries, but now it, yeah. he he amps it up. To yeah. Dick sucking. Well, well, because the thing is, is once you put something in your in someone else's box, you're a target now because everyone knows you're a little bitch and you're yeah. putting that shit in his box. And then so then what's going to happen oh is e- either they're going to do it by themselves or that dude is going to be like, hey put some pressure on this dude so then they're gonna come like mess with you so really and you're gonna be like hey can you help me that dude's gonna say man i you i got your groceries in here so they're not gonna take your groceries God. what, is, what oh, about something else any like, form well, of dependence is seen as complete weakness mm-hmm. so did you God. were you ever tested with that no like, no one ever tried to no one ever tried to put me in the box like like that way I mean, why not? Do you think? Because you, you know, because I, mean, I was like a guy. Connected, like, I, yeah. I made it known, like, even though I would go to a place like where there's not other gang members of my type, like I already had the tattoos that people knew about. Okay. And and like I got my first. So it did I started help getting you. tattooed when I was like 15 years old. Like I already had the markings. Yeah. And and, and was like, so they they not gonna mess with me like that, like openly. But I've seen people in in Arkansas, of course, in Cali, this shit would not go on. But I've seen gang members put people from their own neighborhood in the box. Like, really? You're in the same gang. Like we because we up just know you're shit. weaker than but me. But yeah, you're kind of fucking weak, man. So like, tables turn, I guess. Wow. And do you consider yourself a, like? I mean, are you a good fighter? Would you say? I know you've been in a lot. Well, you, do you, aren't <clears throat> you a martial arts guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I start. I actually started doing like getting into martial arts when i was in prison like mm. that's what we would train were you then though i mean were you naturally like you can keep your eyes open while someone's throwing punches at you and all that yeah yeah i was already like I, I i had already been like that when i was like 10 or 11 like i'd already had enough fights to where i was like i was secure in a fight but <clears throat> i wasn't like no great i'm way if i would have known what i knew now i would have been the fucking king of the prison right right <laughs> <laughs> i would have had i have a good question so you said that when 
when you go into prison, if you have beef with someone, you have to throw that away. Yeah. Uh, it, is it the same the, the other way? As far as the Sureño thing? Yeah. Like, yeah, you got to be true to the Sureño. Sereno. Yeah, yeah. So, and that's a California politic thing. Yeah. In, in where I was at in Arkansas, it was just a Hispanic thing. So it was like if you're Mexican or from a Mexican hood, like the Mexican, the Mexicans are going to ride with you, whether okay. you're Sureño or, or something else, because it was such a minority in uh, when I first started going. Then as the meth epidemic kicked up, you would see more white dudes and more Mexicans. So what about, I'm just saying, like, when you go back out, is it seen as like, no, yeah, I had this back. beef with him on the inside, but that's not a thing now. Oh, no, if we had beef on the inside and I catch you outside, it's probably going to be worse. Oh, wow, okay. Like, to where is like, because yeah, on the outside, you have access, you have access to no. more guns and guns <laughs> right. and fucking weapons, whereas yeah. in prison, like... I mean, you could get killed still, like you could get shanked or whatever, but it's, I I don't know, like, it's more, like, serious in prison to, like, murder somebody than it is in the streets, because in the streets, you're more likely to get away with it, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Okay. That's, I mean, yeah. Did you, do you feel like you got through your prison, I mean, what's your most frightening prison experience? Was it the one seeing the guys with the face mask? (laughs) Well, that, That'd yeah, I mean, that was terrifying. scary, but the, That's horror movie. like, the most messed up thing is when I, like, the, like I said, the dude was like white boy bedtime or whatever, mm-hmm. and I fought him. Uh, it was kind of like an even fight. I broke his nose. They had these water spigots. I slipped and fell, and I broke that water spigot, and it stabbed me in the back, and water was shooting all over the barracks, so it's everyone's beds are getting wet and shit. So mm. now everyone's fucking mad at me because I broke what the fucking water. What a movie like, you know? I mean, so, so then what happened is they're like, "Oh, you a tough ass white boy, right? <laughs> okay, we're gonna get you moved down the hallway." And at this time, I was at this place called Newport Grimes Unit, and I think it was like one of the most like dangerous prisons at that time because yeah. it was. If you're under 25, you there, if you're under 25 yeah. and you have 10 years or more, that's where they send you. So there's like, there was like 15 hmm. year old dudes that got like triple life. You know what I mean? God. So like, they don't give a fuck. You no. know, put a 15 year old in there and you say like, you're never getting out in three lifetimes, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> he doesn't care anymore. Yeah. So it was like, then they it's said like, they're moving you down the hall. All the, you know, more yeah. So. yeah, yeah. Then the, so they say they're moving you down the hall. Like I said, there's not a lot of white. There's barely any white dudes there. And then if they're getting moved down the hall to where their homies are at, then I, I'm like I'm screwed, right? Mm-hmm. Because then they could get maybe they're gonna get the Mexican dudes moved out, and I'm gonna replace those Mexican dudes. So now I'm alone. I'm alone. So the the night before they moved me out. These dudes came in and was like, they were going to shank me while I was asleep. Luckily, somebody woke me up and told me about it. And actually, the person who stopped them from shanking them was the dude that I fought with. He was like, nah, man, he's cool. Like, that dude ended up trying to be my friend. Wow. And I was like, nah, fuck you, dude. But, uh, <laughs> but he saved your life. <laughs> <laughs> but then they moved me down the hallway, and it was like, uh, and, I, and I was all by myself. And... Uh, I get there and I didn't really understand how the barracks was set up. So this, I came up and there was this black dude there and he was like, "Yeah, you're up here." So I get on the bed. It was like I had a week of like trials, right? To where mm-hmm. like these motherfuckers is trying to break me. So I'm on the top bunk. Well, then the next day this dude comes and he's like, 
that's supposed to be you're not supposed to be on the top bunk you're supposed to be on no, the bottom not this shit right and he's like oh. and then he's like you're just gonna let him like take your bed <laughs> and i'm like f- so i see how they was looking like there's a circle of people so if i say like oh it's cool i don't care then <laughs> then you're, you're yeah. over yeah. so like i have to i had to go up to the black dude luckily he was like he didn't want to fight so but I was like, look, motherfucker, this is my bed. I want it now. We got to start doing that at the furniture store to our <laughs> new coworkers. <laughs> what is the, is there a, is there a large white supremacy uh, gang in prison? There is. And I, I, I knew some Nazis or whatever. Yeah. Even they, like, there was a point, like, where they tried to, like, kind of recruit me because. Well, yeah. Because they, they, I was, because I was part of the Mexican thing. So it was like. If we get this dude, now the Mexicans are going to ride with us, and the mm. Mexicans have all the drug hookups. So oh, like, they it were is gonna, kind of about They were money, using me as a tool, right? right? No. Yeah. Mm. So, so, but I was I wasn't with that. I wasn't with none of the racist shit. So I was oh, like, sure. like, but I've gotten tattoos from a skinhead before. Like he gave me some tattoos and shit. But, no. Well, uh, do do any of your tattoos have specific meaning? And if we talk man, about them, can we take a picture yeah, yeah. of them and put them I online? Mean, or, all yeah. of them. To an extent, have meaning. I mean, you got the TC here for Tri City. Uh, I got this one. This like that's dangerous that, to yeah, get in prison. It's I just a called that my ass. I called that my bitch because it's I was like, this is the one that'll never leave me. Like it, a lot of it's times, a woman's like, bare ass. I yeah, should say. at yeah. the time, like if a dude had a had a, a naked female on him, that was like you're married to the game or whatever. Like like you don't. I don't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, like, I feel like I get like, that. You're not somehow. gonna. This is the female you're. It was like this is the female you're committed to. Mm-hmm. So right. like everyone, all the other bitches, like you don't care. Like this one's always with you or whatever. Get the Mexican Yosemite oh, Sam too. Yeah. He's got that out there. Yeah. Southside. That's where South I live. Side. Yeah. Longfellow neighborhood. Um, the, uh, another popular <laughs> thing that, yeah. that the Hispanic gangs we used to, or in in the '90s we used to do, was like we used to listen to the old. <laughs> my mom thought it was crazy because she's like, "You guys are a bunch of psychos listening to freaking old school soul music." But we used to li- that was popular. So it was like popular to like get your favorite uh, like old school song, the name tattooed. Oh, yeah. I got, that's why I got here. It says "Slipping Into Darkness." You know that song by War. No. In the darkness, I don't know that. All I know is, oh, my friend. No, no. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I was <laughs> slipping into darkness. You ever heard that song? Uh, that sounds I don't familiar. think I know it. Yeah. Oh. So, Larry, just so we can, everybody can identify with the timeline. When you were in prison in Arkansas, what 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 year was that in the 90s? That was 98. 98, okay. Yep. And you were how old? Clinton 18. Years. 18. Clinton was in yeah. office. Yeah. Yep. And do you – so how about – of uh, what was the other ones they had for jail stuff? Oh, how about just um, – you said how the Mexicans have the um, drug hookups and stuff. Mm-hmm. What is the general overview structure of prison? How did it work? You know, what gangs had what? what? Okay. So, like, of course, like the – and it, like I said, in in California, it would be different. So I'm not – Yeah, like, yeah. Just it, different your states, experience. Yeah, yeah. My, where I was at. It was like the uh, the black dudes ran it mm-hmm. wow. because they were the majority. Uh, Mexican dudes had the drugs and were probably more likely to have shanks. And white dudes were 
man, <laughs> they weren't. They weren't. Right, like, weren't really a factor. Like, it, like I mean, they were because there was some like there was some crazy white dudes, but it wasn't like they weren't like a huge like. Yeah. Uh, I mean, a white dude. Maybe you're gonna have to worry about fighting him per se, or or yeah. stabbing you or whatever like that, like committing acts of violence. But he doesn't really. That's the only tool he has. Yeah. And he can only use it one time because when he does it, they're going to send him to, like, uh, administrative segregation, and he's going to be on lockdown. So it's like the white dudes pretty much had one chance to use their freaking aggression. So it's like if a white dude that's uh, affiliated with, like, the skinheads has a beef, his he's going to handle it, but that's his only, like, tool. But, of course, there were white hustlers. Like, sure. Dudes had meth. Of course, this was like the beginning of the meth epidemic. So the white dudes, they knew how to get like maybe chemicals or maybe there's a, a guard that's kind of racist and he's going to bring them in stuff because he wants to be affiliated with the with the <laughs> Nazis you, or whatever. Did you ever see the guards like truly manipulate a situation to get anyone like badly hurt or killed or whatever? <clears throat> the the dude I told you about that got stabbed or whatever. Uh God, which one? No, the one that in prison that I said I saw die or whatever. Okay, yeah. Okay, so a guard gave the person who killed him like a a fillet knife. Like it was not a homemade prison shank. It was a long fish fillet knife. So it was like, in in a way, I don't I don't really know the whole situation. As a reward, or that's what he killed him with? No, that's what he killed him with. Jesus Christ! So the guard brought it in. Uh huh. So it was like. That situation was manipulated by a guard because if it, I mean, a prison shank, of course, you can make one that'll kill you, but that's a fillet knife. It's like yeah. you can shave with that. Absolutely, you know yeah. what I'm saying. So it's like, and, well, and there is guards like that's like they they're money hungry, so they what maybe they gonna come in and they don't like you or maybe you're selling some other guard brought you some stuff, right? Yeah. And you're kind of cutting in on his freaking profits from the dude he's giving in. So maybe he's going to, like, come in and shake you down and then lock you down, take all your freaking money and your <laughs> cigarettes and your drugs. Was God. this hell for you? <clears throat> like, I mean, when you're in prison, were you going, this is fucking hell? Or were you... No. I mean, you just get used to it. I mean, it becomes like... And, and the one thing I had is, like, I, I was... Like I said, I always like to read, so I was, like, fairly intelligent. And a lot of people in Arkansas prisons were not, like, intelligent. A lot of people in Arkansas. So I always, got good, I always got good jobs. Like like I said, I worked as a yeah, informer reporter, ask you, yeah. which means I worked with, like, the place I was at, like, was, like, doctors. They weren't prison guards or nothing. Like, I, I were you handpicked for that job? Yeah, because what they do is, like— So like, you oh, have you something read, called— huh? Arkansas still has—yeah, it was basically like that. Like, yeah. oh— you read? <laughs> yeah, right. for real. I know some doctors or they'd who be might like, like you. No. You talk like a smart person. Like <laughs> I've had a guard say that. Like you talk like a smart person. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> Thank you. But in Arkansas, they have slave labor, so it's like you pick cotton and like just like what you would see like slave days doing. Right. Wow. Lie. I, I would stand up in the middle and go, "This is racist. I'm not going to do it." <laughs> <laughs> I've seen people die out in the field before from heat. Exhaustion because they're just working you Goodness. on whole squad. They call it whole squad. Insane. Uh, they call it what? Whole squad because hoe? most of the time, what the, most of the time you're gonna have like a it's like a 12 pound hoe. It's not no little garden hoe. Right. It's a big, long road blade to like hoe. That. The so they're gonna thing. say uh, they're gonna get have like a group of like Rogue. 20 dudes and they're gonna say asshole to belly. Uh, yeah, asshole to belly button. 
So you're tied up to everyone like that, and they're just going to say chop, and you might have, like, knee-high grass, and you just got to chop it all down to the dirt and drag the drag it back. Oh. They're like, this is fucking gay, dude. <laughs> you know, that's the way you get out. <laughs> yeah, so... What, what is... Then after you do that for a certain amount of time, you go up for your class, which means, like, your your time is going to change over to where, like, if you have a certain class of felony, you're going to do two months on a year. So, like, if you have 10-year sentence, it's 20 months. Yeah. Once you get your class and you don't get in trouble, once you lose your class, you go back down to, like, day for day. But, uh... <clears throat> so, you go up for class and it's like a job interview. They got the warden and all the head guards out there and they're going to ask you like what did you do in the free world yeah. for a job what kind of experience you have and then and were gonna... you honest in those interviews yeah for the most part yeah so I mean, and... <clears throat> well no no not like that like my, <laughs> not my, that honest yeah. like my stepfather Stab used to people. like w- he used to be a painter yeah and so i used to help him like paint apartments and stuff like that oh, okay so that that yeah, was how i started out as i was like i was a painter and then so they gave me a job on inside maintenance then I got switched over to I would take the temperatures in the barracks, like make sure because every place has to be a certain temperature. Okay. So then I would do that. I got infirmary porter. I've I've had a lot of jobs. Like what what's the um like you know, again watching movies are my test. You don't for get this. paid for it though. I in thought prison, you get like three cents an hour or something. In maybe in California they get paid for stuff. In Arkansas, it doesn't matter if you do two days in prison or 200 years you get $100 when you get out that's it hmm. when I first went the first time I went to prison it was only 50 <laughs> then they gave us too bad raise. you can't get that 100 bucks while you're on, on the inside you could have sex with yeah them. I know huh? sex with the guard <laughs> <laughs> what uh, so you know in movies they represent it like there's usually someone who's like uh, the leader of the prison or like who runs it okay in your experience is that something that ha- like like the warden or a prisoner? No, more like a prisoner, like a guy oh, who's yeah, really sure, got it locked sure. down. There's like, I mean, it might not be the whole prison, but for sure there's always going to be one person in the barracks that's like. Oh, really? Wow. Got it. Like, like uh, that. Is who like, was it who ran your, like, I mean, is it someone you I mean, remember I got, or know? I mean, you, you get moved around a lot. But okay. So, like, I mean, there's like some, a couple people that like stick out and one of them is, they call them Big Youngster. He's just, he was cool. I was, cool fr- I was I was friends with him, but like <laughs> he used to be like he was just he it's was cool crazy he was crazy wow. and he was a fucking uh, uh, knockout artist. Like I seen him knock out so many people. Like he knocked out one dude and like I thought the dude was like gonna die. Like he had to go had to have his jaw oh. wired shut. Uh, his equilibrium was fucked up. Like he couldn't even fucking walk for like four days. Like God, you got your eyebrow knocked off once. So. Yeah, <laughs> but it was, it was nothing Jeez. like this dude. Really? So. Uh, like that was what he was known for. Like if he didn't, he would, and he hated bullies. Like he was a bully, bully. Like yeah. wow, if you bully somebody, he's gonna fuck you up. Even if it's a homosexual, like he's gonna like. He doesn't like. Even if it's a homosexual. Even if it's uh, well, the way he sees homosexuals is they're, they're in like, prison. They're well, seen as like. No. When you're like gang stuff, like you mm-hmm. don't associate with homosexuals. Like if you smoke, yeah, if you, if, like yeah. if somebody sucks a dick. Right, uh-huh. and they see you like smoking a cigarette or joint with them. Like you're gonna get thrown in his group now because you smoked after Man. a faggot. Wow! Wow! So I you can't might as believe. Well suck the dick. So okay, now like, that you've been, I, I I don't want to say like let's jump ahead at all. I'm okay. just saying that now now that you're on the outside and and having lived through that. Sorry. Uh, what is is it? 
is it what's your mentality like hanging out with gay people now i i mean even i hung out with gay like you can hang out with gay people and talk yeah. like i said i i talk, i used to talk to that dude strawberry that used to knock dudes out and suck their dick yeah and like you can associate with them and even to an extent be cool with them yeah but you, there's just certain things you can't do with them or else you're thrown into that category as homosexual okay. which in there is seen as weak well, it depends, because if you're the fucking, <laughs> if you're pitching, yeah, yeah, or, yeah, if you're, yeah. or if you're the dude fucking dude, you might not necessarily be looked at as a bitch, but you're looked at as a fucking homosexual, and people aren't going to, like, smoke cigarettes with you, and so you now you're wow. just hanging out with all the faggots. Maybe you have all the, whatever, you all the sex you want, but you can't, like, <laughs> you can't fucking... <laughs> But you all can't. the sex I want. <laughs> but you oh, can't like. You, it is a complicated no, world. People aren't going to sit with you and be like, "Hey, you want to smoke a cigarette?" You know what I mean? Not with that's you. What, yeah. Like I, I keep thinking about how you know there are all these unwritten rules, and I, and I definitely get the gist of it, and I feel like it's pretty intuitive and all that. But that said, um, you know, you're one step away from being in a shitty fucking yeah, situation. Yeah. Did you ever have anything even closer? You went like, "Oh God, why did I do that?" Or just, "Why was I nice to that person?" Or I don't know. Just yeah, yeah, I, several times. Like I, I actually had someone. He, I didn't put him in the box, but he voluntarily like put himself in my box. Came up to you and said, "Yeah, he's like, like, will you protect me?" Yeah, because he's like, "Hey, man, like, I, I think it was because I was white. You're white. Yeah, I trust." Wanna, he didn't want to put his stuff in a in a black dude's box because a lot of time, like. When that would happen, it would be like you're gonna have to go ask him, like, "Hey, can I have one of my noodles?" You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you gotta ask for your shit out of his thing, and if he don't feel like getting it with it, he's gonna be like, "No, I'm gonna get it for you later." You know what I mean? So, this dude, he's seen that I was like cool or whatever, but no one was really fucking with me, and I and I had already gotten in the fight with the dude down the hallway. So he's like, "Hey, man, will, like, will you can I put my stuff in your box or whatever?" So I did. He used those words. Yeah, he's Kay. like, will you hold my? He was like, will you hold my commissary? Yeah, and I was mm -hmm. like, yeah, and he was like, you can have whatever you want or whatever. So I was like, cool, because I didn't have a lot of money. I, I feel I like was, that's what I do. I had a good art. Yeah. I was a good artist, so like drawing was my hustle. But uh, this dude was like, he, I, I could just like take any of his shit I wanted, and he would like, and I wasn't the type to like punk I, dudes out. That's what I was gonna say. How how? He, he, but easy he was like, when he came that. to me, he was like, he was like, look, if you need something to eat, you can get it. So. After that, like, I was like, well, if I'm hungry, I wouldn't, like, Debo You shit. wouldn't abuse like, it necessarily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would, if I needed a noodle or something, I'll grab a noodle or whatever. But one time, he got some fucking green money in. He got $100 in, right? These black dudes knew that I had them in the box, and I hid the $100, and they fucking, when I went out, they took the they took the $100. They went in your, your play. Yeah, but I never found out who did it, so I didn't, like, know for sure who I'm supposed to who I'm supposed to hit, you know what I'm saying? So it was like, <clears throat> how exhausting was this? Oh, was it sounds ever, exhausting. Like, like, like constantly. Like, yeah, like these moments and that happened like this, it it would be like they would cause like months of like living on the edge, right? That's, because because yes. now like if I just go hit a random black dude and it's not the right one, it's then it didn't freaking do nothing. And then plus on top of that, like at this point, I was only like I was only like eight months from going home. So it's like if I hit a dude, right. I'm going to get a whole nother extra year. Plus still have to do the eight months. Is it a weakness to be like 
you know, you have the intelligence it, to calculate that. Mm. Some people, I'm sure, they're just like, this happened. Now I got to do something and do it. I mean, what, like, was your intelligence ever a weakness, do you well, think? No, it actually helped me a lot because, like I said, in that particular situation, I could have been looked at as the bitch. Yes. Because you didn't do I was anything. holding dude's shit and I got it took. So. Dude didn't do nothing to me. Like, he didn't come at me because he couldn't. I would have beat his ass. Yeah. But so I had to, like, start a scene. So I started a scene, like, if I catch the motherfucker, if I even hear a motherfucker stole my shit, like, I got my little soap in my sock and I'm fucking hitting tables and fucking. Really? Yeah. Like, you got to fucking. You have a real scene. performance. You yeah. You have to do something. But I, at the same time, I don't want to get locked up. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to have to do more time. So if I would have known 100% who did it, like, I would have busted his shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, Is it easy to fall into that performance because there's so much at stake? Yeah, yeah. That's okay. what I'm saying. Like, I think me being a thinker, like, helped me. Okay. Because I, I could have just, like, a normal dude probably would have been like, I think it was that black dude right there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just beat somebody like, right I seen now. that motherfucker looking in my box when I was yeah. commissary, yeah. and he knows I had the money and shit like that. Right. So I could have just like picked a random dude. Yeah. But then I would have so <laughs> But it got your respect now. <laughs> I would have got my yeah. Longer. I would have got my respect, but I would have had to stay longer. So it's kind of like you gotta find a way to like keep that respect, but still go home, right? Right. <laughs> yeah. What What is a uh, Was there ever a moment? Where you felt like you had lost yourself in there? Like, I mean, you know, you, I guess it t- kind of sounds to me like you have to become a fucking animal to survive a little bit. Is there something you did or said? Like, did you ever use, like, I'm going to fuck you in the ass, motherfucker, as a, you know, as an intimidation never, thing? Never in there. <laughs> never in there? <laughs> Out, oh, yeah. Outside, I have, I've done it several times on the outside. Like, it's just, very effective. Just fake, a, fake a dude out. Like, if I, if I win this fight, I'm going to fuck you. That's just if you can say that coldly. So you better fight hard, motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. Oh my. Yeah, you shouldn't do that because you're really going to motivate the other person if they're. Um, but yeah, and that but yeah. same thing with that. Like that's a double-edged sword there too, because like you said, you either motivate them or you break them. It's like a. It's like a. Uh, I mean, it could go both ways. Right. Like I said, in there you got to maneuver these these ways. Like one time, one time this black dude, right? I thought he was trying. I thought he was trying to fuck me, but in reality, he wanted to suck my dick, right? Yeah. And I chased him with a screwdriver, and I like I almost got in like big trouble for that. You know what I mean? Because I was yeah. l- luckily I was on inside maintenance, so I had an excuse to have the screwdriver. <laughs> How did you find out he wanted to suck your dick? He was like, he was like, he kept on hitting me up, like, hey man, you you smoke cigarettes? And I said no, and he said, so would you sell some? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, look man, tomorrow I'm gonna bring you five packs of cigarettes. And I was like, That's what, weak what, behavior. what do you want? Mm-hmm. And he's it's like, too good to be true. He's like, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> right? Yeah. So then he's like, he comes at me with the, with the cigarettes. He has them. And he gives them to me. And I was like, like, what do you want? And he's like, look, check it out. And he's just like. He just came out and said like, it? Yeah. He's like, I want to suck your dick. And I was like, <laughs> All right, guys. That was the end of part two. I know it's a bit of a shorty, but. Um, Part three is when we come back the next night, and so I got a chance to sleep on the episode, so we do double back quickly to a couple of things, and as I hinted in the first one, there's a little psychological thing that I fell into and was projecting something on him that may or may not be true. I will say also, 
he is totally open to answering um, additional questions, which as I've listened back to it, there's been more and more. And if you have any, please write them into our social media, even if you want to do it privately or whatever, because I, I do believe we're going to ask them and, and um, air those. So we've got big things coming up on the podcast. We really do have, like, it's not bullshit for once. We actually have some really cool things that Tevin and I are moving forward on, and we're really excited, and we want to thank everyone for listening. Um, it's just great response, and please keep it going, and please keep sharing and rating. It means so much to us, so thank you, and uh, have a uh, good day-night night. Okay, goodbye. <laughs>